Hi, everyone. You're listening to Candidly Laura, a daily podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. Take it away, Laura. Good September 1st. It is a Thursday, and I hope you're excited for fall. I feel like September for me actually means that you can start like having pumpkin pancakes. And I'm not a huge fan of the pumpkin spice. Um, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to diss anybody that likes the pumpkin spice, but fall decorations. I mean, that's one of the things that I want to figure out how to do as a nomadic person is still celebrate the seasons, even though my <laughs> pillow covers um, of which I have a full set of different seasonal pillow covers for my couch are not with me. So those are things I'm thinking about. Um, okay. I did listen to a podcast this morning that I wanted to say, if you are a person um, that works with kids or has kids or has teenagers, um, the daily did an episode on some of the reporting of how, we're in a crisis for mental health for young people. And it did a really good job of just sort of outlining what has happened and some of the thoughts about how to help fix it. So a recommendation if you have kids. And then today I want to talk about um, some practices with a monthly reset. And I think that this is... um, It's not something that I know very many people do, right? And I think we've come as humans, certainly as Americans, we've we've come to this sort of, I guess, agreement that like we'll deal with things once they sort of cascade into a like must figure out, must do, right? Like until something sort of, for lack of a better word, slaps us in the face, we just sort of ignore it. And one of the things that I really enjoy doing and I'm still working on and I want to encourage you to consider thinking about doing (laughs) is that um, things can be dealt with in a way that's not burdensome, that still helps it get done. And what I mean by that is um, I'll take the, the example of people's garages. So this is like a theme. It's in movies. It's in like every clutter show ever, right? Is that there's always like that room or that place that's the dumping ground. And then it just keeps building and building and building until it's so daunting that like, you know, you have to get a professional um crew to come in and help you or you have to like block off an entire day with your whole family just to go through everything in the garage to figure out like what needs to be thrown away what needs to be donated what we want to keep so part of this monthly reset ideas are ways to help make sort of clutter in the ways that our lives are just show up in a slightly different way and I'm gonna pull in one of my favorite habit books and this idea of the 1%. So James Clear, um, Atomic Habits is his main book. And the entire idea is that we sort of want that instant gratification of like doing everything 100%, right? But that's why a lot of things end up failing and don't end up working is that 
it's really hard to go from zero to a hundred and then sustain whatever it is, right? Even in like the smallest idioms of things. So it could be, let's say I want to make sure that I drink five glasses of water every day. If I had a lifetime of only drinking one or two, it's going to be really hard to switch to five all of a sudden and sustain them. So James Clear's premise is that 1% every day, that marginal gain, the small improvements actually helps you way more in the long term and the way more to find success. So here's a direct quote. If you master continuous improvement and get 1% better each day for one year, you'll end up 37 times better by the time you're done. Continuous improvement. And I think that's part of why I love everything personal development is the idea is that like there is no magic switch, that there's always things that we can be doing better. And that's both internal and external with our relationships, with our spaces. So I'm just going to talk through a couple of things to consider. Again, none of this do I ever want to say is like, this is what you should do. But I just want to give you ideas and things to consider of like, oh, yes, my life would be better if I had a little bit more of a practice around dealing with X, Y, Z. So here are the spaces that I want you to consider looking at to see if, if you put an occasion in your calendar to do a little tiny bit, right? You get a reminder on your calendar, you do something for five minutes. If that monthly will help you, then like, how cool is that? So um, one of the things with habits, and you've probably heard about smart goals, right? Is that it has to be measurable and attainable. And I think one of the things that often gets left off with anything goal setting is you also have to actually dedicate the time and be committed to whatever it is. So if that means reminders on your phone, if that means you put it in a calendar, if that means you write it on a calendar, um, do that. James Clear has a, his, in his whole book, he has lots of great tips, but one of the things that I really like is habit stacking. The idea is that um, you automatically already do quite a few things. And if you tack on a little something next to something you already do, you're going to be much more likely to do it. So the first thing after I read his book that I tried to do was get consistent with what time I took my allergy pill. Because some days I would take it at night, some days I would take it in the morning, some days I wouldn't take it. And I am allergic to everything. And it's it's pretty important that I'm doing, <laughs> that I'm at least doing a once a day. In high allergy season, I'm doing a two or a three times a day. So that's besides the point. So the idea is that you, I need to define something that I do every day without fault. And if you've been around a while and you know me, you know that coffee is a always there. If I'm not drinking coffee, it means that I am sick <laughs> and not just like a little sick, but like sick, like probably shouldn't leave my bed kind of sick. So, um, the other thing with habit stacking is that it has to be like visual. It has to be something that like you see. So I had to put my allergy pills next to the coffee beans, right? And then that was like, okay, start the coffee, take the pill, done, easy. Um, but it also can transform to if you want to have more movement in your life. It's not just like putting tennis shoes by the door. 
it's like putting tennis shoes next to the bed so that when you get out of bed in the morning, you put on your tennis shoes and you're already like halfway ready to go. Oh, sorry. I keep hitting the mic. I don't know if you heard that. Okay. So here are some places that I think monthly could use some considerations. I think everything in health and wellness and we'll have, and by we, I mean, I, (laughs) I will have a separate talk about the things I'm doing in the next six months for health and wellness, specifically around um, meditation and movement and my diet. But I do think taking some moments to be actually truly proud of some things you maybe did in the last month. And I'll speak specifically as a solo human. If I do not continue to have a practice of acknowledging myself, I don't generally get acknowledged, right? And it's not just like the big things. It's not like, oh, you finished grad school, but it's also like the the little things. Like I was much more intentional about balancing work and rest and exploring last month, my first month being a digital nomad. So I wanted today to take a moment to like be super proud of being intentional about how I was setting up my day. So I wrote about that today. But that sort of gratitude and having the intention of acknowledging and honoring yourself gets really easily lost. And it can take three minutes of like a reflection of the previous month. Be proud of yourself. Gratitude, I think, is another place that is where there's a lot of power and we don't give it enough emphasis, but putting into a practice of being grateful for what's around you, whether that's writing it down every day or, you know, telling a friend either are good. Um, Taking a monthly look at your spaces and doing a reset. And there are 12 months in the year, right? And if one of those days, so 12 days a year, you really take a good look at how your space is set up, what's not working, what's getting cluttered, it can really help. And this is sort of above and beyond the sort of general, like make sure the dishes are done, but are there corners where things just end up getting stuffed that don't have places and they should be, you know, donated or thrown out and looking at, you know, traffic patterns, are there ways in your house where like you bump into this thing and you just need to rearrange. So taking an assessment of your space, I want to also say if you are dealing with any sort of mental health or depressive spell, I know that looking at space and decluttering can be a thing that for me is always one of the first tells that I'm, I'm taking a downswing. So, and it can take some time to shovel up, but I, shovel up, shovel out. (laughs) Um, But I do want to say that even in a depressive spell, like taking one plate to the dishwasher is better than no plates, right? And giving yourself the, um, the idea that like one little thing is still better. For a long time, I was doing like every time I walked past a thing, like I had to take a thing with me, right? People do that with the stairs too, right? Like you'll put, you'll pile stuff on the stairs and you have to take something up every time you go up. So another place to look at for a reset or just to have a general assessment is to do a moment of looking at your finances. 
how much did you save? How much did you invest? Did you go over your budget? And I think especially me in the, these last couple of months, and you might be feeling it too. Um, my, I don't do like a really specific like food, gas, living. I just sort of do a lump sum. And that I know is very different because I'm on the road and I'm not exactly sure how much money I'm going to be spending, but I know I am spending more on food. Um, and part of it I'm sure is because I'm in a different location and part of it too is just what's happening. So it's also nice to take a look at the last couple of months of what your finances have done and see like, are you on track? Do you need to make some adjustments? Do you need to look at your food budget? Um, do you need to just consider other ways of making a little more money or making your money last a little longer, a couple less trips, places, you know, all of those things. So doing a reset of your finances, I think is really important. Not, I don't truly believe in like the quote unquote budgeting, because I feel like that can be really limiting, but if you're looking from a place of, am I meeting the goals where I need money for the future? Yes or no. What actions do I need to change? That's my own personal point of view on finances. You can do that. Um, another one I think is super freaking important. And like, we probably should have had a class in it, but it's still super new of a problem. And that is digital clutter. And that is not only your email box, but also your photos. Um, and just sort of general, like it's not just bills anymore, right? It's also like, do you need those 7,000 selfies? I mean, I am was just wanted to look. I, so I've been hovering just under 20,000 photos. I really, really would like to be hovering under 15,000 or even under 10,000 because why do you need 15,000 or 20,000 photos? Anyway, that's a personal problem that I am actively working on. But just taking a moment to delete some of those spam emails, unsubscribe. I mean, if you do 20 a week, will you get to the bottom by the end of the month? Maybe. And maybe that's the focus for this month. Um, and those extra seconds to unsubscribe then will mean so many less emails if you actually get through most of them and you're only getting emails that you want. So I think we have this sort of like laissez-faire thing with digital clutter, but it is still clutter and it is still mental space. And like every time I see the number of pictures that I have, I'm like, oof, ouch, ooh, that's a lot of pictures. Um, so that... Those are some places to think about resetting as you're considering ways to continue to optimize, right? And small things make big freaking changes. If you have other ideas or things that you like to do on a monthly basis to reset, um, please send me a message. I'd love to hear about them. And um, I probably should have said this <laughs> during the finances section, but I did, um, I did go back on HelloFresh because I'm interested to see if that will actually help some of my um, travel nomad problems of like condiments and things as previously discussed. And they have a new program where you do, you get unlimited, um, what's it called? Like discount codes. So even if you do it for the two or three weeks where you get a percentage, I think it's $30 off each week, the first three weeks, that may be, you know, a nice break in some 
money. Um, so take a look at it. I'll put the code in the show notes. I've always really liked HelloFresh. It's really nice to have stuff delivered to my door um, and that it's exactly proportioned. And for the most part, they don't take very long to cook, but it still encourages me to cook because I don't want it to go bad. So if you're looking to take a little break or want some help with meal planning, it's just really nice to click the little boxes and then the food shows up at your door. <laughs> so there's a little plug for Hello Fresh, um, and I'll talk probably more about that after I've done it for a couple weeks. All right. Happy first of the month. See you tomorrow.